Welcome back to the Spirits Guy podcast. My name is Rich, your guide to the intoxicating spirits world. And this is TNT Thursday Night Tastings. It's a little tasting geared up for the weekend. As you can probably tell from the sounds in the background, I'm recording outside again because, you know, it's the end of Bourbon Heritage Month. We're coming towards the end of September. It's the last bourbon sort of focused podcast episode I'm probably going to do for a little while. But the weather is still beautiful and it was just impossible to pass up the chance to record outside at least one more time. Hopefully we get a chance to do a few more of these going forward. And, you know, on this episode, we're going to do in one cut all the way through as is we are finishing up Bourbon Heritage Month with a brand that's, you know, fairly new. But man, are they starting out what is going to be a long storied kind of heritage, you know, in 15, 20 years, we're going to be talking about this as one of the biggest bourbon brands uh, in America. And I'm talking about Redwood Empire, kind of celebrating, you know, the the Lost Monarch, which is a blend of the bourbon and rye. And you guys who know me know how much I love that. So much that sometimes even I overlook the fact that the bourbon is great on its own and the rye is great on its own. And, you know, I'm doing this kind of because I just got my hands on the new release of the Bottled in Bond bourbon, the 2022 release. And I have a sample of the upcoming Cask Strength bourbon release from Redwood Empire. Uh, you guys know the deal. It's Thursday Night Tasting. We don't do too deep of a dive, but this is a brand that's really, really dear to me. Um, I got to meet and hang out with Derek Benham, who is the owner of the brand. He actually owns a company called Purple Wines. They do some great uh, wines. One of my favorite Napa cabs, which is the Scattered Peaks. Great, great value. Uh, he used to own a brand of wine called Blackstone Merlot, and he used to own a brand of wine called Mark West Pinot Noir. Maybe some of you have heard of those names. They're fairly big in the wine business. So Derek kind of knows what he's doing, and his mission is to bring good quality product to the market in an affordable, approachable price point. You know, he sold off all those brands. He hired a guy named Jeff Duckhorn. Again, for any of my wine people out there, the Duckhorn family. Jeff is no longer kind of associated with the wine end of it. Uh, but about six months ago, I got to hang out with him. Great, great guy. And uh, I got to try these cask releases, you know, six months before they came to market, which they're actually not even coming to market for another month. Um, I'm really, really excited to just kind of dig into really three different proof points of the Redwood Empire bourbons. One is the standard release, and then we'll be going to the bottled and bond, and then on to the cask. So here's the deal. Redwood Empire bourbon. Redwood Empire is named after a stretch of land that goes up the Pacific coast of redwood trees. In their bottlings, the bourbon is called Pipe Dream. It's named after a specific redwood tree out there. Uh, they're pretty transparent. They're sourcing some of their whiskey for the standard bourbon offering. So some of it is MGP. Some of it is theirs. Some of it is four-year-old. Some of it is up to 12-year-old. And, you know, that sort of blending gives this bourbon a ton of complexity. And uh, I guess enough of my yapping. Let's get into it.
So here we go. Let me grab my bottle here. Get that sweet, sweet cork pop. Get a little pour going on there. So the standard Redwood Empire bourbon. It's clocking in at 90 proof. I don't know the exact mash bill, and you don't get a specific breakdown anyways. Again, because they're blending some of theirs with some of the MGP stuff. But at 35 bucks. Mm. Mm. Just caramel, nutty. Definitely some of that MGP sort of signature flavor profile. But with a freshness. I mean, for a $35 bottle of bourbon with a great package, again, is it good? Yes. Is it worth the money? You can't beat it for 35 bucks. These guys haven't gone up in price in years in a time when everybody in the bourbon world is going up for one reason or another. Redwood Empire holding their price point. That is fantastic. Again, 90 proof, just the perfect, perfect proof point. Mm. All right, moving on. Very, very excited about this one. And this is the 2022 Redwood Empire Bottled in Bond Bourbon. And this one takes on a different name. This is the Grizzly Beast. They also do a Bottled in Bond Rye, which is called Rocket Top. But again... Bourbon Heritage Month, so we're not allowed to talk about anything but bourbon. Now, this is a little different. It's a little different mash build than the standard bourbon because, one, this is all their own juice. And because it's bottled in bond, again, made by one distiller, one distilling season, aged a minimum of four years, bottled at exactly 100 proof. What's great about this bottling is they've actually gone the extra mile and it's a five-year bottled in bond. So minimum four years, Redwood Empire going out at five years. Here's the mash bill, 66% corn, 23 rye, 7% wheat, 4% barley. So it's a four-grain bourbon. Uh, right on the back label, full transparency, uh, distilled in the spring of 2017, bottled in the summer of 2022, a blend of 70 barrels and this is batch number two so kind of a fun thing if you're a collector and uh, you know my mixed feelings on collectors but you can get batch one from last year there's still a few of those bottles left on my shelf if you do a comparison they're going to be two totally different whiskeys um, but also if you're a collector you're in on the ground floor of what is going to be a continuously annual release you can still get batch one and two if you want to get your collection started. And by the way, Fred Minnick recently, and you guys know I have a love-hate thing. Sometimes I agree with him, sometimes I don't. Uh, but he raves about this whiskey. Oh, man. On the nose. It's just, it's everything. Nutty, soft, vanilla. All right, I'm going in. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it tastes totally different. 
than the baseline model. Richer, more viscous. Again, that 100 proof gives it a lot more body. Nice sweetness to it. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, is it good? It is beyond good. It's everything a great bourbon should taste like. Is it worth the money? Absolutely. I mean, this one's up around 80 bucks a bottle, but you're talking craft distilling out in California. Everything just being done the right way, plus being bottled and bond, plus being five-year bottled and bond. <clears throat> I think that justifies all the price points. And does the bottle set a conversation? Of course it does. Great label. It stands up tall, you know, like a redwood tree, so it's a tall, skinny bottle. It's got the grizzly bear right there on the top, uh, called Grizzly Beast. It just, these bottles tell a story, so they definitely, definitely are conversation starters. And last but not least, I have a sample bottle. So no cork pop, just a little 50 milliliter bottle. Uh, the picture will be up on Instagram of all these bottles. So you guys get to see how great these labels are. And they're doing a cask strength for all three of their whiskeys. So the bourbon, the rye, and the lost monarch. And they're keeping the same name. So the baseline bourbon is called Pipe Dream. The cask strength is also called Pipe Dream. I honestly don't know if this is their juice, if it's source juice, if it's blended like the regular Pipe Dream, but here's the mash bill on the Pipe Dream cask strength. 74 corn, 20 rye, 4.5% malted barley, and 1.5% uh, wheat. Again, the art of blending, we're talking about it over and over, just how magical uh, the art of blending is. And when I got to meet Jeff, who is the master distiller, he actually said what he wants his title to be is master blender. And while the master distiller is kind of the rock star whose face is out there, the master blender is really the one who makes all the magic happen with these whiskeys. So this one is clocking in at 116.8. Again, this is batch number one of Pipe Dream Cask Strength. Man, on the nose, smells like regular Pipe Dream bourbon, just all jacked up on steroids. This is a beast. All right, going in. Mm. Right away, the first thing you notice is just everything is amplified. That little bit more alcohol, or a lot more alcohol, actually, going from 90 to 116. But it just dials up all those flavors. It dials up all the body of the whiskey. No real Kentucky hug going on there. Still get a nice little hint of sweetness on the finish. This is, yeah, by no surprise, it's just an amazing, amazing bottle of whiskey. I can't wait for this to come in. Uh, bottle and Bond is here now. I believe the cask strength is coming in next month into the market so don't come to the store looking for the cast strength just yet but it will be coming soon and again i love it because it's the same label as the regular pipe tree but it's all in black just kind of signifying that higher higher proof point 
across the board. These are just three great bourbons in three different proof points, three different price points, uh, but all worth having in a fun, just sort of comparative tasting between all three. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here because it's beautiful out and I'm going to enjoy these sort of last moments of warm weather before we're all bundled up in, you know, winter coats. So um, if you like what I'm doing here, and I'm sorry this was kind of a short one, um, but, you know, we'll be back with a full-length episode next week, and I promise you next Thursday, uh, the Thursday Night Tasting is a little bit longer, a lot longer, uh, and a very, very cool one uh, that I actually recorded during Bourbon Heritage Month. Uh, but we've been saving until we could talk about things besides bourbon. Um, but if you do like what's going on here, you guys know the drill by now. Go to the podcast page, click the follow button, give it a five-star rating, share it out on your social media. Um, follow on Facebook and Instagram where you can leave comments and reviews about the podcast. And you guys know I'm always posting things that I'm actually drinking, actually listening to books that I'm actually reading it's all right there and you can message me directly through both of those platforms and for everything else samples that you're curious as to my opinion of things that I've tried here that you would like to try as always if you're over 21 you live close by and if I have extra I am more than happy to share whatever it is I have with anybody who wants to try and have a conversation with me while we're drinking it and if you want to come here hang out co-host an episode geek out about movies, music, books, whatever. You pick the topic. I'll pick the drinks. Email me, rich at whatchusitliquors.com. All right, guys, enjoy these last few days of summer and warm weather, and we'll be back on Monday with another full-length episode. Cheers, guys. <laughs>